Welcome back to the Global Quick Influence Podcast. I'm Panayota Pimenidou. To be up to date with news from the Global Quick Influence Podcast and suggest your topics, subscribe, like, and review the Global Quick Influence Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Amazon Music, and four more podcasting platforms. You can contact the Global Quick Influence through the podcast, Facebook, and Twitter accounts, the podcast website, globalcreekinfluence.com and LinkedIn page. Today is my birthday. Before we get to the happy birthday part, which I also love, why do we celebrate a birthday? Doesn't it leave a bittersweet feeling? We celebrate that we were given the gift of life, even though many might argue that that was when we were conceived. I would say that celebrating our birthday is about being successfully conceived and born. Then you might ask why birthdays should matter to a technology podcast. Well, anyone and anything that has been born, a human, a technology, an idea, reminds us of the beginning of a life cycle gives perspective and gratitude for enjoying what people, technologies and ideas and their subsequent actions offer us. But instead of looking to the past on a birthday, we mostly see where we are now, the myriads of possibilities that could lead us and what interesting times we live in. As this podcast mostly explores the possibilities of our technology's future by speaking to expert scientists and researchers in their fields, It cannot shy away from what happens now with Chad, GPT, and how it can impact research in innovative science, engineering, and technology, and politics that have impacted research in innovative science, engineering, and technology. Yet, innovative science, engineering, and technology experts have not had a say in politics or how politics shape innovation in science, engineering, and technology. We have all been looking out for the next everyday application of artificial intelligence, and it came out to be an advanced and upgraded version of Google Search. Coincidentally, one of the co-founders of Google, Larry Page, also has his birthday today. So why can ChatGPT revolutionize research, but could also hide traps for less experience in a research field? ChatGPT offers a higher-level analysis. While it might appear to create new paths for social science inquiry, we must be careful about putting too many open-text questions, as we might swamp with data that will take time, which costs money, too, to detangle and analyze. What is exciting with ChatGPT compared to the classical web search is that you get responses as outcomes of synthesizing data and information. Even though ChatGPT might seem like a resource for writing an undergraduate essay quickly, how helpful could it be in solving scientific and engineering problems and assessments? Even better, could ChatGPT produce scientific work as in writing research articles or giving answers to researchers who survey the literature and previous scientific publications in their fields? The trap is that ChatGPT can make stuff up. For example, scholars from UNSW Sydney asked for a list of the top papers in their fields to find out that the list of titles and authors produced was fictional. 
Other scholars were given an imaginary version of their CVs. I was intrigued and asked, who is Panagiotta Pimenidou? Of course, not many people globally have the same name and surname. Before asking who I was, I looked up other people. So when it came to my name, ChatGPT made a mash-up of my publicly available information and all the people I searched. Bottom line, ChatGPT cannot reason. So to the questions if ChatGPT could solve scientific and engineering problems and assessments or produce scientific work as in writing research articles or give answers to researchers who survey literature and previous scientific publications of their interest, the answer is no to all of these questions. And experts suggest that even ChatGPT4 to be released this year will not be able to reason too. Still, asking a specific question on ChatGPT could save us a lot of time. Such specific questions on OpenAI can be, what are the top three cited research articles published on nanocatalysts of hydrogen production, which gave some decent examples, two research articles with more than 700 citations and one with more than 200 citations all since 2018. Roger Watson, editor-in-chief of Nurse Education in Practice, tried SciSpace, another AI-powered writing tool, to produce a complex abstract and now works on comparing AI-generated literature reviews with human-written ones. So, could large language models improve by being linked to source-citing tools to generate original research articles? Nature's publisher in Springer Nature says that large language models will rapidly advance. Could this mean that researchers in the near future remain transparent and reliable in producing knowledge when other colleagues might use large language models-based software? Andy Farnell, a visiting and associate professor of Signal Systems and Cybersecurity at a number of European universities, so that universities, by funding themselves, their artificial intelligence and compute around their intellectual property, could innovate and reinvent academia. Yet such a task could come at a high cost for both developing the AI algorithms and the energy consumption to run supercomputers. Many companies will soon start relying more and more on large language models. An example of such a company is Microsoft, which fired 10,000 employees in January this year to invest the same week 10 billion British pounds in ChatGPT's parent company, OpenAI. One cannot tell how artificial intelligence and large language models-based software will be used in politics. Such a notion becomes crucial as a debate on researchers becoming active in political decision-making has emerged in the scientific research cycles. For those outside, the scientific research cycles needs to be known that the scientific research community has been excluded from political decision-making to the degree of the expression, sit at the kids' table and let the adults decide. The 20th of March 2023 Nature's editorial titled Should nature endorse political candidates, yes, when the occasion demands it, argues why scientists should take a stance to endorse U.S. presidential candidates by reviewing the anti-scientifically informed presidency of Donald Trump and supporting Joe Biden. I would take such an argument many steps further. To start with, 
Why should researchers and scientific engineering and technological innovation be involved in politics? Until now, engineers, scientists and technologists are involved primarily in consulting policies on the public's safety, health and welfare. One wonders who sets the goals, milestones and planning of the global efforts towards sustainable energy or water scarcity and future needs or food and its increasing demand. Could politicians alone undertake such a task? Engineers of the industry and those in research, therefore engineers, scientists, inform policymakers to shape the future of the world's energy, infrastructure and defense, including space, and of course, in many other fields. In the article Lessons from the Futurism of Technology as History, which I published on LinkedIn, we saw that Marianne in 1973 supported that scientists were high-priced servants to corporate executives and political leaders, expected that in the future experts might become crucial to policy making, but not necessarily expecting them to gain more power. Engineers practice and are educated and trained to solve problems before they occur. Engineers support the system. If the system fails, then the public expectations and trust fail too. Engineering and science researchers seek answers to future problems. If they do not address future challenges based on their intellectual and visionary capacity, politics will miss the opportunity to address improved societal and financial security. Engineers and scientists have broader professional responsibilities than a century ago. Engineering and science are politics today. So, could engineers and scientists cope with the power of politics? Finance might control businesses, but engineers and scientists are responsible for the world's production, technological innovation and advancement, humankind breakthroughs. The intellectual property of engineers and scientists is their power. What could the political power of engineers and scientists be? Mainly, they should become visible to the public. Until now, scientists and engineers are hidden within industries, organizations, labs. The public should know what scientists and engineers stand for in their lives. Their vision is how they see the future and shape a better today based on their ethics and work, research, innovation, and how considering the public's well-being and safety using their technology and innovation shapes them. The public might not have been interested until now in whom the people behind the technology, healthcare, space expeditions and so on are. If engineers and scientists advise policymakers to inform the public, why should engineers and scientists not inform the public directly? Ethos, pathos, logos, the cornerstones of Aristotle's rhetoric triangle manipulated today in politics and businesses are embodied in the engineering and science professions. Ethos establishes personal credentials to get one's audience to trust them. Pathos evokes a connection to one's audience. And logos is about reasoning, providing facts and provoke one's audience to think. In a sense, engineers and scientists do shape and have the power to shape and progress our future. 
A birthday commemorates the time of the creation of something new, with great potential but obstacles and challenges because of the environment in which it will develop and into the hands of which it will fall. Humans, technology and politics have great potential to transform the world and our lives. The day a human, a technology or a political action is born signifies a great promise, but it is all of us who determine their present and future. Thank you all for staying until the end. Stay tuned for another podcast episode and get notified by subscribing and following on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and five more podcasting platforms. Your feedback and suggestions also help us become better. Until next time.